Who says the Bible has to be boring? On the contrary, the Bible is the most thrilling book in the world. It's the only book with an invitation to join the very narrative you are reading. My goal is to be like your time-traveling tour guide, taking you into an exploration of scripture in search of precious treasure. Timeless, life-giving truths that inform us of who God is, who we are, and how the story of everything really is His story. I invite you to join me as we learn to read the story, trust the story, and live the story, because there's no greater adventure than knowing the God of the Bible. I'm Brayden Brookshire, and this is Adventures in Theology. It's one of those busy days. We've all been there where there's not enough hours of the day. Like you're, you get home, you have to cook dinner, and then there's more work you have to do on that day, and then the next day seems just as busy as the one before. One of those weeks. We all have those. And as I was going about it, uh, 5.18 p.m. came, and my phone reminder went off. It goes off every day at 5.18 p.m., in fact, with a commitment that I have made. And I had a choice in that moment, feeling overwhelmed to either honor the commitment I made or not. And the trajectory of the rest of that evening would be shaped by that decision. What is the commitment that I'm talking about? We will get there. And it will probably become clear what I'm talking about here. You'll probably be able to predict it. For the next several weeks, I don't know how many exactly, because this is so important to me that I don't want to just rush through it, but we are going to be on a series called The Gratitude Experiment. And I call it that because this isn't just something we want to talk about at an intellectual level, but we want to live it. And this, this theme of gratitude from a biblical perspective is so important to Ariana and I as a family and raising our baby boy Cairo that... Uh, we want to make sure that it's one of our values. In fact, you could read, you could listen to the episode we had on values just a few back. But um, when you're creating a list of family values, we, we chose for seven. Out of seven things, not that other things aren't important, out of seven, this was one that made the list as equally as important as any others that made that list. Gratitude. And now, while you can look up definitions of gratitude, and I find them really wanting. They're just like, you know, the... Uh, a cause for expressing thanks or something like that. So I, I did some research and started to explore this theme. And so I wrote my own definition of gratitude. And I wrote this, gratitude, the intentional practice of reliving the delight of someone or something as fresh as the first time. And now I think it's absolutely no mistake that the root word for gratitude in Greek stems from the root word for grace. The Greek word is charis. So in Greek, whether you're talking about the noun, verbal, or adjective form of gratitude or thanksgiving, anything of that sort, it comes from that root word for grace, charis in Greek, grace. So think, think about it, how we call a prayer before dinner as saying grace. Have you ever thought about that correlation? That it, we don't call it saying gratitude, we say it saying grace, because there's this actually etymological relationship between the two. It stems from it. And you could argue even in English, the English word stems from that. And since we know that grace is a gift freely given, whenever we thank God for dinner, we recognize it's a gift from Him, and we're expressing gratitude in light of it. And I, I believe this, the more we understand gratitude, the more we will understand grace, and vice versa, because they have a symbiotic relationship. And now plenty of studies have shown that uh, what we express gratitude in, we enjoy more. Let me say that again. What we express gratitude in, we enjoy more. Let me give a really practical example for you. For many of you who are listening, I guarantee you can relate to this. 
and try it. <laughs> you will enjoy your shower more when you express gratitude for the immense luxury of having a warm shower whenever you want. That is a luxury. And guess what? There's so many things in our day that I guarantee we don't express gratitude for. And God's not necessarily beating us up for that. That's not the point of why I'm getting at this. But let me say it again. This is the main takeaway, if nothing else, for today. That what we express gratitude in, we enjoy more. So if you want to enjoy more out of your life, express gratitude. So as opposed to gratitude or Thanksgiving being a chore, they actually become a gateway a gateway to a holy and happy life. Yes, gratitude is the gateway to the holy and happy life. And now I want to turn your attention to 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, just for today. Um, I, it's 5, 18 is the main verse, but 16 through 17 and 18 are helpful for context. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 reads this. Rejoice always, pray constantly, give thanks in everything. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. God's will for you. I mean, this isn't supposed to be an exhaustive list. Like, this is the only thing that sums up God's will for your life. But man, as far as being a summation, not the summation exhaustively, but a summation of God's will for you, it's to rejoice always, pray constantly. And then, of course, this third one is what pertains to what we're talking about here. Give thanks in everything. Or in other words, be grateful in everything. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That gratitude would be a centerpiece, uh, a rhythm, a ritual even, of your life. And now, I, I think that there's a type of thanksgiving that consecrates or declares holy the very things we're expressing thanksgiving over. In other words, when we're expressing gratitude, we are recognizing that every good thing is coming from our Father's hand, God. And if it's from the hand of God, it is holy. Therefore, gratitude is a way to see the common, ordinary things as sacred, making holy moments out of otherwise very mundane things. Like I said, like a warm shower. So, after all, why do things have to be considered ordinary? Just because we can count on experience them often, that doesn't mean they have to be ordinary. Like enjoying a warm shower, a cup of tea, a beautiful day outside, you name it. When was the last time a tasty meal became a worshipful experience to the God who created flavor? When was the last time you listened to music and was overwhelmed with gratitude over the fact that you can harness the sense of hearing? Yes, the sense of hearing, being grateful for that. And again, what we enjoy when we, what we enjoy out of life more, we, we express gratitude. And so it's, it's this interesting, again, kind of like a symbiotic relationship that what we enjoy, we express gratitude for, and what we express gratitude for, we enjoy more of. So instead of this just being something we treat and commemorate kind of once a year on Thanksgiving Day, which, you know, why not have this be an expression of our life, something that would be a cornerstone, and that, for, at least for my family, a value, Something that out of only seven things we can choose to really, really, really emphasize, it's one of them. Now, let's be clear about something. Gratitude is an emotion. And now giving thanks is the action related to it. These are really the one and the same thing, but if we're going to be technical here, gratitude's the emotion and giving thanks is the action. And I debated calling this something like the Thanksgiving experiment, but for two reasons why I didn't. One, because I didn't want to get it confused with the holiday. 
And two, I believe it should start with the inside and work its way out. I want us to be a people who are deeply grateful and feel, feel gratitude. Especially, and if this is not clear enough and implicit, then let it be explicit now. Feel deeply grateful toward God. In other words, I want us to have our gratitude to have direction, to be pointed pointed toward our loving and caring God. Because after all, remember that gratitude is related to the word grace. We can't have gratitude without grace, and grace fuels our gratitude. Now, uh, we read 1 Thessalonians 5.18, which again I'll read to you because it's scripture, so why not? Which says, give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. At the beginning of this episode, I mentioned to you that I was having a stressful day and that when 5.18 p.m. struck, I was faced with a choice to honor a commitment or not. So you see, for a few weeks prior to recording this podcast episode, I set a reminder in my phone in light of 1 Thessalonians 5.18, which talks about giving thanks and everything, to making a rhythm of thanksgiving and gratitude. So every evening at 5.18 p.m., my phone reminds me of that passage in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. So see the correlation 5.18 1 Thessalonians 5.18, 5.18 p.m., yes. <laughs> and uh, I've been doing it now for a few weeks, and I'll be honest, uh, it's not always a convenient time. I sometimes wish this was like, you know, a morning time, like 7.18 a.m. or something, because it's not a convenient time. Sometimes I'm, you or I could be driving home from work or prepping dinner or um, spending time with a loved one or whatever. And so it's really inconvenient, I found, when 5.18 comes. So is it a bad time? But then I actually started to notice as the days went on that it's actually the perfect time. You see, 5.18 p.m., I believe, is the time when many people start shutting down. You know, it's that toward the end of the day, uh, at least most people are done or are finishing up work. It's the time when we start shutting down, shutting our brains off, and even kind of like treating ourselves like clams and uh, seeing how we can veg out the rest of the night. And there's nothing wrong with that. But let me get, speak from experience now that I've been doing this for a few weeks. That 5.18 p.m., when I actually honored a commitment I made to express gratitude, pointed toward God as a moment of worshipful communion, a worshipful moment with him in prayer. So not just saying, oh, the reminder goes off and, you know, uh, well, thanks God for that. Like no, taking a moment, and even just in the privacy of my heart, to express thanks, thankfulness, to express gratitude toward my God, that worshipful moment with him. I have noticed this, guys. I kid you not. This gives a fresh energy to enjoy the rest of the evening. You know, not, yes, some evenings, maybe not like a cup of coffee would per se, but there is this paradigm shift that comes when I honor that moment and that commitment to be thankful every day at 5.18 p.m. It awakens us to God's presence and care in our lives, and it interrupts our day with gratitude and changes the trajectory of the rest of our evening. That's why, as we kick off this little series called The Gratitude Experiment, my challenge to you is simple, and I pray that you would actually try, try this at least for one month, but hopefully longer, because if you're like me, I actually want to do this indefinitely. I want to do this the rest of my life. Yes, you heard that correctly. The 518 challenge, that at 518 p.m., and you could, or you could do a.m., I'm not a stickler about that, but 
I like 5.18 p.m. <laughs> and here's why. Because, it, like I said, it just changes the rest of your evening. At a point in the evening when most people start shutting down, it just reawakens me to God's presence and care. And so, yeah. Um, so at 5.18 p.m., set alarm to go off every evening to remind you of 1 Thessalonians 5.18. And you can read that verse over until it's ingrained and memorized in your brain. I think you should. Give thanks in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And then have it be a moment, a worshipful moment, a genuine moment, an authentic moment. It could even be something. And sometimes this is the case where I'm like, man, like God, like I'm stressed. There's a lot in my mind. But you know what? I am thankful. Going back to my shower example, I'm thankful that I have a warm shower. I'm thankful that I have food on the table. I didn't even have to think about dinner. My question wasn't, uh, would I be able to eat? My question was, man, what do I want to eat? So that is my challenge to you. The 518 challenge, set a reminder. And I invite you to join me for this whole series and give feedback. Let this be a dialogue. Reach out to me. Because again, <laughs> what we express gratitude in, we enjoy more. Do you want to enjoy life more? Then let's make gratitude a staple part of our day in life. <laughs> <laughs>